0: This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened.
1: Woo! Good evening. Yo ho ho. It's ordinary live observations as part of K103's live day. That's right. It's the live day. Oh, live on the student radio. Mm-hmm. Um, how we doing? How we yeah, doing? All yeah, right? good, 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 good. Ready Come, to go? Keen yeah, for it? Yeah, coming in hot after Gamma Nick there. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Should we kick it off? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, cool. So we'll we'll get into our introduction. We'll get into our fucking admin that we like to piss through. Get through first, yeah. Um, so this is this live day is part of music helping's uh sort of no one should die of hunger, theme, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a charity event. Exactly, and th- and that's the theme this time. No one should die of hunger. Hmm. So I think, I mean, long-term listeners of the show could probably imagine a world where we would make fun of people dying of starvation. Yeah, they might have an assumption about that. But... They might have listened to our show two days ago, where we talked about miraculous stories of survival. And a little bit of cannibalism. Yeah, and a little bit of starving to death. Like those yeah. those things often sort of fit all together. Yeah. But anyway, so we've decided that today we would choose the topic of... Yeah, so we're going to look
0: at strange diets. People who eat weird stuff uh, through a bit of time and space and... Uh... You know if people who time are... and space, what does that mean?
1: Well, strange diets is our topic. Yeah, yeah, strange diets yeah. around history a little bit. Yeah. Um Edmund first though. Yes. Um uh, shout out to your old man.
0: Shout out to my dad mm-hmm. who finished his PhD
1: after a long, long
0: time. That's great. Big shout out. Yep. Yeah. Um shout out to Huge fan of the show too. Really? Yeah. Oh great
1: Big. to have him along. Um what do you study? A bit of uh, philosophy and nursing. Oh, fantastic. Goes hard. Um somebody gave us a four star review. Yeah, the five
0: star streak finally ended, oh, well. but it brings us down to earth. It does. We ground, get off our high horse. Grounds you know?
1: us a little bit. Keeps yeah. it keeps it believable, in my opinion. Yeah, indeed. Um, That's all right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you happen to be listening on some sort of you know podcasting service and you haven't given us that five star review, please, please do. Just, 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 bro, takes bro, two just take two seconds. two yeah, seconds. Just, just get out of the way. It's the yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? So yeah. We're talking strange foods, strange diets, mostly. Yeah, strange diets. What's the strangest thing you've
0: eaten? The strangest thing I've eaten would be crocodile. Mm. you ever
1: had a bit of crocodile? Yeah, I've had a bit of crocodile.
0: Tastes like chicken. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was it was quite, mo- yeah, yeah, everybody says. it was yeah. like, oh,
1: you ever had snake tastes like chicken. You've had fucking cockroach? It's a bit underwhelming, actually, because yeah. you want it to have, like, real distinct taste. Yeah. But, I mean, I was eating crocodile here in Sweden, so, I mean... Where did you eat that? At uh, There's a restaurant in town called Simba. Simba up the fucking Simbas. Up the, up the wires, up the Simbas. Um shout out K103 General Dog's Body Eden. Yep. Um who's you know he was telling us he's indulged in some daring fare like scorpions, uh fried sheep's brain. That sounds gross. Yeah, uh, and uh homemade pizza that I prepared before the opening match of the 2023 Rugby World Cup between France and New Zealand. Don't remember what the score was, yeah, probably we, not we important. Gloss over that. Yeah, um together with uh, shout out station manager Eva Yep, really stitched us up with the um, tough spot sandwiching us between Gunners to and, and the show about nothing. Yeah, yeah, the two big dogs of the radio. Yeah, I reckon long-standing, long-standing public favourites, and, oh. and we're just here in the middle. Just we've got to hold up, yeah, hold, <laughs> hold up like the like excellent content. of Fish the day. out of water. Yeah. Um, any listeners found stickers round town?
0: Yeah, there's a few now. I mean, I've put a few out. Okay. I, I remember at uh, where were we? Fall fall kids.
1: Uh ah, whatever. I've literally just put a stack of them in on the table here at K1 and 3 and we'll still, let them distribute themselves. Yeah, I mean, nobody's touched them yet, so <sighs> I mean, that's how that's how it goes sometimes. Should we um kick things off with a bit of tune and yep. and then we'll get into the into the meat and bones of yeah. strange diets. First tune, Gebs
0: Sinat Teofleck 3. Indeed.
1: Vill du oss med kärlek? Mail oss pa info.snabla.k103.se.
0: Smaklig maltid. It's ordinary observations time. Over a K103 <laughs> Live Day, we're discussing strange diets. Yeah, let's get into it.
1: Yeah. Uh, first up. First up, we've got Monsieur. monsieur mange
0: Monsieur, monsieur.
1: Yeah, I, I probably fucked that one up. I don't speak French. My mom does. Shout out. Never taught me. But uh <laughs> <Shout out. laughs> I know that I know that you all know who who we're talking about here. Mr. Eats Everything. Exactly. I know you remember this guy from the Guinness Book of World Records 2007. Yeah, anyone who had an obsession with those books definitely knows the man. Yeah, I feel like every every kid that grew up in a relatively wealthy western country had heaps of those books they, everyone was fighting over the guinness world book of world records at the school library right yeah the ones with the cool holographic covers and they're really heavy too yeah like three or four kilos well a they're book. unnecessarily thick <laughs> yeah. but it's probably because they're being fought over by school children so they, they had to make them quality huh. um but yeah so we're gonna talk about that kind of, the dude who ate the fucking airplane Yeah, this guy eats everything, and we mean everything. So, his name is Michel Lotito, born in Grenoble, 1950. Hmm? Uh, Apparently, he discovered his ability for eating foreign objects at the age of nine, when the glass he was drinking water from broke, and he just started chewing into the glass, just ate ate that instead for some reason. That's the
0: most... Irregular reactions. Yeah, yeah. a last
1: breaking in your mouth. Pretty weird discovery to make. <laughs> just crunch it down. Um, so he started doing that, and then he began performing for people um, eating strange objects by the age of 16. Yeah, this was like a circus trick where he'd like, take nails, glass, light bulbs, yeah, bit of everything. All sorts of shit. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, so it, It's actually yeah. gross. Though <laughs> It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Um, it was determined by doctors that his body just happened to coincidentally be quite excellent for consuming metals and glass. He had a physiological condition called PICA or PK maybe. It's spelled P-I-C-A, mm. um, which is characterized by an appetite to consume things that are not food or have no nutritious value. So often people with PICA or PK, they'll eat clay or mud or yeah. like wood or stuff like that. Bits of anything basically yeah. that's the point, yeah. He also had exceptionally thick stomach lining. Yeah, uh, which allowed for consumption of sharp objects without suffering injury, and just metal as well. He's just able to melt it down in yeah. his body. <laughs> and furthermore, he had just bizarrely strong stomach acid. Yeah, which allowed him to digest these metals. It's a little human smelter. <laughs> so it's just a real—it's a real coincidence yeah. that this dude happened to be interested in eating crazy shit
0: it's the real like perfect concoction for a man who just wants to experiment with odd stuff yeah
1: he's just like i could eat that yeah he's got this he's got this physiological condition and the dude happens to have fucking mad stomach acid super thick lining on his stomach super thick lining on his
0: intestines and super thick like throat lining as well so like nothing just stabbed him he'd just get it down Uh,
1: just leaves him with a real taste for the finer metals in life However, uh, because of that same stomach lining that we just mentioned, he had difficulty consuming regular soft food like bananas and boiled eggs. Oh, that's that's actually quite pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) He can only eat glass. (laughs) Bloke will chew down a pint glass but can't eat a fucking banana. Yeah, it would cry at a boiled egg. It it does leave you with the question, where does he get his protein-based snacks from?
0: Where does he eat them an hour and a half before training?
1: What the fuck? (laughs) If he can't eat a boiled egg, what else is he doing before rugby practice, mate? Yeah, fuck. Um, so, <laughs> so when Mr. Letito was performing, is that an Italian accent or? Whatever? I think he's French, but. He's, he's definitely French. Yeah, he's definitely. born in Grenoble. Carry it on. When Mr. Letito was performing, he would use a power saw to cut objects into small pieces and wash back some mineral oil before he would start eating them. What is mineral oil? Mineral oil is just. Like lubricant yeah, to I did just look wash it, it down. Up. Mineral oil, it's like an intestinal lubricant. Apparently if you're constipated, it's pretty good okay it'll help you pass things through your system that was just his like water yeah well he would he would drink that before and then during his performance Mm. he would be sculling back the waters as well to really wash things down you know oh i'd hate to see that man's bowels yeah so but again he would cut them into really small pieces Mm. and so he would eat it more like pills rather than actual chewing on the metal yeah it's more just like getting it down just swallowing little Mm. blocks of metal yeah So, again, once his insides were nice and lubed up, he would uh, perform by consuming metals, glass, rubber, and other usually inedible materials. He was a big fan of nails as well, right? Yeah, he would chew into a few nails, mate. Yeah. Uh, During an average daily performance, he would consume about one kg of material. Real construction site's worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... This mocker
0: turning up and eating all the bricks. (laughs) Where's where's my fucking tools gone? Has anyone seen my hammer? Yeah, And he's just like... (laughs) Uh, he's got a, it's like a hammer su- shaped Suspicious hammer shaped <laughs> Thing neck. in your throat He's <laughs> forced one. it down sideways Yeah I don't know if enough mineral oil To get yeah. that down. Anyone got any mineral yeah. oil on them? So So that's Bit of that. WD-40 but
1: A fucking kg of metal A day right? Your a day. day or each performance KG that's, of <laughs> so Metal rotten. glass rubber Into your system everyday That's like, per by weight. But,
0: but I love that he's just completely given up on normal food. He's like, oh, oh, where's presume, the bricks? Presume, Feed
1: bricks. Presumably he did eat food. Otherwise, he would have died, right? I hope so. But, uh, yeah, so a kg of that shit, that's about half the regular amount of food an adult should acu- uh, consume Sorry, in a day by weight. Of, of normal food. Of normal food. And he is just hooning it down yeah. in metal. A normal food, an a, <laughs> average adult male should consume about 2,000 calories, which on average could, uh, translates to like 2 kgs worth of food. Yeah. But he's just eating half of that <laughs> in metal, rubber, and glass. But he's just crying about having a banana. Anyway, <laughs> he just can't do a banana. He can't do it. Um, so <laughs> a noteworthy list of other items Mr. Letito consumed during his lifetime include, but are not limited to, 45 door hinges. 18 bicycles, 15 shopping carts, 7 TV sets, 6 chandeliers, 2 beds, 1 pair of skis, <laughs> 1 computer, 500 meters of steel chain at once. Oh. I don't know how that's fucking possible. 500 Half meters. Half a kilometer of steel chain. Oh, I mean, it's like, could you even, you couldn't even slip up 500 meters of spaghetti. And this guy's no. got slipping up 500 meters of steel chain. <laughs> uh, assorted razors and bolts. And a waterbed, and then in brackets, full of water. <laughs> as if that's the difficult yeah. part. <laughs> as if
0: that's the issue here. <laughs> like, by the way, guys, it actually also had water in water it. Water in it, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, and, of course, his most famous, the Cessna light aircraft. He, he ate, over the course of a year, a whole plane, right?
1: Yeah, it was even longer than that. It took him a couple years. But, uh, yeah, again, that's the next note. The crowning achievement of his career, however, is, of course, the Cessna 150 light aircraft that he consumed. Uh, that one took about two years, I believe.
0: Just going on his lunch break, having a little chomp. What is his, what was his teeth like? Well, you said he was just swallowing
1: it down. Yeah, kind of. I I tried googling like Monzio Megatout teeth because I wanted to see what they Megatout. looked like. Megatout, whatever his fucking name was. Um, <laughs> but it's really hard to find any decent pictures of his teeth. Ah, um, speaking of uh, but- Shane McGowan. Died uh, last week. Yeah, fuck. fuck. He has some real oh, teeth. He has some rough teeth, man. He was a looker. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, for all those back back on back on track, uh, for all those amazing feats, he was awarded the Guinness Book of Records title of having the world's strangest diet. There's a big bronze plaque, right? Mm-hmm. What'd what he do you d- do with that? What do you do with that? What do you do with that? Munched right <laughs> into. Pop that he just, one. <laughs> Straight down the hatch. <laughs> down the gullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So despite all this consumption of shit that should definitely not be consumed. Latito did not have any resultant digestive problems and was apparently able to pass. Yeah, like, doctors hate this one trick where you just eat everything but <laughs> eat, food. Yeah, <laughs> just mow it down with a bit of mineral oil and yeah. you'll be sweet. So he could, apparently could shed it out all right. Oh, what? I don't believe that. Oh, I think it hurt. I'm quite scared of that idea, but, I mean, it makes my skin crawl to think about shedding out glass and metal. Oh. <sighs> Mr. Munch 2. Yep. In 2007, Michael Littito, Mr. Du passed away. Evidently of uh, natural cause. <laughs> there's, there's nothing natural about this man's life. Yeah, well, to be fair, he was only 57,
0: so... Uh, that's not quite old enough something, to be natural, so- yeah.
1: Something was a little... Uh, Just a big build-up of cement in the body. No, I'll tell you what, it wasn't. What? He didn't die of iron deficiency. No, he definitely didn't. No, he got plenty of that. <laughs> now, things I want to know... What did his teeth look like? Yeah,
0: I reckon they would have been really ground down. Like, because I know the metal he was swallowing, but the
1: glass he was definitely chewing down. Yeah. Did they cut him open afterwards to, you know, see what's in his Just stomach? Just the whole toolkit in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did he put any spices on his needles or glass before he would chew that down? That's a good point. Just mm. mineral oil, I guess. L- looped it up and got it down. it up. All. I don't know if that comes in flavors mate No. But I think that's uh, Monsieur Monge Thieu The next song is Little Eric Tompetit Scene Jag var liten
0: Lyssna på Klubb K103 Varje
1: lördag Från 20 till 21 Där vi lyfter fram en ny DJ Varje show Yes, it's Ordinary Observations with Mark and Jack. K103 Live Day. We're talking strange diets. Yes, we are live. We just went through old Mr. Moistu. M- Mr. Meats, e- Meats, Mr. Eats Everything. Yeah, the who ate a plane from Guinness World of Book Records. Yeah, straight
0: from that into the Super Size Me guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Size Me is a 2004 film which follows director and producer Mo. More- morgan spurlock as he eats nothing but mcdonald's fast food for a 30-day period so the rule was in these 30 days that all three meals of the day must come from mcdonald's Mm. and he has to eat every single menu item at least once in 30 days of his mcdonald's challenge yep mcdonald's in i mean it's a little bit better now because of the awareness that this documentary bought but into in the early 2000s, it was complete. This was shit. 2004, right? Yeah. I was eight years Just old. Poison. I yeah. was
1: eight years old, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go out on one foot here and say, I could have easily done their shit when I was eight. Well, let me hold you back there. Eight-year-old, eight-year-old me would have been like, "Fucking hallelujah, praise the Lord!" <laughs> yeah, finally, <laughs> I would, Finally, some good fucking food. When your mum says she's not
0: cooking and it's Macca's time. <laughs> oh yes, but. So, uh, hold your
1: horses. Okay, okay, okay. It's probably um, more difficult a- another than Another rule
0: of this challenge was that if the staff in the US offered to supersize his meal, mm. he had to agree to it. Yeah. And he wasn't at any point of the journey allowed to do any kind of exercise. That's fucked. Yeah, that, that, that's the rough part. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Remember we had to watch this in school as like a please kids do not eat this mo- oh. amount of fast food. I mean cuz you probably start off like me being like oh
1: god if i Finally could only McDonald's eat McDonald's, McDonald's fries, for another burger for a month straight. And
0: then he's just eating like the really shit like apple pies that they have. Oh god. That's grim. Yeah. And I remember like watching this in school, and like one of the meals because he had to supersize it if they offered it, he mm. just had to accept it. Yeah, was uh, so big he just immediately vomits in the <laughs> car park. And uh, one of so the drink he had to have the full meal each time, like the fries, the burger, and the drink. And one of the drinks was a forty-two ounce Coca Cola. And now for us. In the EU land, that's one and a half liters of coke. That's far too much coke. That's a family-sized portion of coke, and yeah. he just has it in this little plastic cup, and he's got—he's got to finish well, it. Well, it's not little. He's just it, crying. But again,
1: yeah, like you say, family-sized, party-sized bottle of bottle of coke. Yeah, <sighs> as like daily. That's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked. So
0: he, he started the challenge and he was around 90 kilos, like average body weight for a guy his, his height. Mm. And uh, in just 30 days, guess how much weight he gained? I don't know. 13 kilos in 30 days. Oh, it's quite a bit actually. That's o- over
1: thirteen, yeah. I mean, thirteen kg doesn't sound like that. But much. just thirty days. Thirty days is not very long at all.
0: And uh, apparently, after the show, he immediately went into like a deep detox, <laughs> and uh, he-, he just like on the juice diet, yeah. another another famous diet. Mm-hmm. And he uh, it took him fourteen months to lose that weight yeah. that he put on in just thirty days. Yeah, it's a horrible it's experiment. Gross. Mm. And um, yeah, so the documentary is a bit gross because at some point he's just really depressed and sluggish, like around. Day fourteen, fifteen. You, you, you can tell the guy just doesn't want to do this anymore, but he mm. just pushes through. Mm. And um yeah, so his body is really struggling with the amount of food and the amount of sugar, and he's getting like crazy migraines. Yeah. But the worst part was the doctors noticed that the only thing that helped these migraines was just more McDonald's because his <laughs> body was just fully addicted to it. <laughs> That's so fine. He would, he would be like really miserable going up to the counter, and they'd be like, "You want to supersize this?" No. He's like. Yeah. And then he then he would feel better. Did he go to the
1: same McDonald's every time?
0: Uh no. He went around like the state he was living in. Okay. Because yeah, that would be even worse. Like please, sir, go
1: home. Yeah, I I mean I at least in that situation you could explain to the people working there. Oh, yeah. I'm doing an experiment. But if you've ever been to McDonald's twice in one day at the it same f- McDonald's. It feels bad already. yeah, uh, you feel embarrassed. I feel bad going to like Burger King
0: before <laughs> the radio. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> once a week to Burger King. Yeah. Uh, and uh, around day 21 of the challenge, he was beginning to have, like, serious heart palpitations. And Oof. there was a genuine worry that he'd have, like, a full heart attack from mm. just McDonald's. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he survived, went on a big detox. And um, basically, the doctors <laughs> at the start said, well, you know, he should be okay. You- you're not meant to eat this much fast food, but 30 days, he'll be all right. And they were shocked at how much, like, weight, how, mu- how bad his body got and just how, like, his body just turned to mush after all the McDonald's. mm and yeah, after the show, McDonald's uh, removed the supersize option and <laughs> then added like healthier salads. But they said it wasn't due to the show, but it was shown in like every school in America and, and definitely in the UK.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes. Because so, c- we're always trying to like upsell you the the supersize.
0: Do you want to? But supersize, like in well, in Sweden, it's like it's fairly big, the large, but a liter and a half of Coke is mental. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. not. Yeah, so, Morgan Spurlock, the supersized me-man. And uh, should we go on to a song? I think so. Yeah. This one's... uh, Uh, Lloyd. I guess it's Lloyd. Yeah, I would say Lloyd. Gråt, gråt, gråt.
1: (laughs) K 103, Student Radio.
0: Yes, this is K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You're listening to Ordinary Observations. It's the K103
1: Live Day. Yeah, we're live, and we've made it through about half the show, and I don't think we've offended any large proportion of the population yet, so I'm pretty happy with that. Yet. Um, <laughs> no. Yes.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we discussed uh, Mr. Monge too, the guy who ate everything he could get his hands on, <laughs> and uh, the Super Size Me Man, yeah. a real classic of a documentary. I would say, if you haven't seen that, go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's, like,
1: it's like in the canon of like... Uh, Michael what's his name with the uh, Michael Moore Mike Bowling for Columbine yeah and yeah, yeah. Like that, oh yeah it? it's S tier list Ka- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up we got old mate Steve Jobs
0: on the carrots yeah this one I guess it's probably more obscure for people who don't know but Steve
1: Jobs was a real menace for just carrots yeah so Steve Jobs is uh, pretty famous for being uh, pretty eccentric intense yeah. kind of guy Yeah, eccentric billionaire vibes well, uh, he, he was <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, he maintained some strict sort of lifestyle mm. behaviors lots of people don't know about his relationship with food however
0: yeah so i think i think it's fairly well known about it like his wardrobe like he only wore these black
1: horrible turtle necks yeah <laughs> all true the time exactly he did that he had all sorts of oh, his house had like nothing in it yeah, yeah yeah shit like that super minimalism yeah so when he was a freshman at college he read a book called diet for a small planet and stopped eating meat it eat, stopped eating meat pretty much immediately so this is this is when he starts getting into... Presumably he had a normal childhood. Yeah. Where yeah. After reading this book, he would go on to have some pretty extreme dietary behaviors, including fasting and purging. At times he would go weeks straight, eating only one or two foods, often carrots or apples. That's so gross. I think that's might be where the apple thing comes from. Ah, oh, it could be. He's just obsessed with it, yeah. It might be. Uh, friends and colleagues uh, would say this made his skin somewhat of an orange tinge to it. Yeah, apparently it was noticeable
0: after some mm. point. Like he was, he was really like seeping through the orange.
1: Yeah, this happened. So my mum was mad into pumpkin soup for a while. Oh yeah, when we were younger, and she yeah, her skin She's turned full a bit, bit, orange. Bit, bit orange as well. Yeah, uh, a few rounds in the solarium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so during his university years, he claims to have lived off a brand of cereal called Roman Meal. He would also go, he would also get into dates and almonds, and again a load of carrots. I mean, like these things are all fine, but in moderation, my dude. Yeah, no, he was a real fucking Bugs Bunny kind of operator, man. <laughs> he was he was chowing down the carrots. <laughs> <He> even <laughs> even bought himself a fruit juicer so he could make juices out of his carrots.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. that's um, there's. I mean the film about him that's a famous scene where his house is completely like white mm. and he's just juicing
1: carrot oh, really? after carrot after carrot yeah yeah I haven't yeah. seen that one either uh, my boss is also a real real carrot fan yeah yeah she eats one at lunch every day as well while she's waiting for a regular food to heat up in the microwave one is one is fine but not,
0: not this many as Steve yeah <laughs> whatever
1: whatever uh, shout out shout out a little later he would read another book called mucusless diet healing system mucus. Mucusless, you know, like mucus? So zero mucus. Yeah, mucusless. It's a really <laughs> gross word to be honest. Diet healing system. This led to an even stricter diet with Jobs giving up bread, grains, and milk. I guess he was worried about mucus in his body for some reason.
0: But the body is just naturally producing it, no?
1: Yeah, it does in your throat and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, if... yeah, it's in the throat. But yeah. like, so what was the aim? <laughs> so I'm not sure what like the problem with mucus. No. Your body's supposed to produce it to it's a to certain get, extent.
0: Get like clean
1: the throat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's only the throat, right? The yeah. body doesn't produce mucus anywhere so, I else. So. I don't know. Yeah. Feels like something I don't really want to know but either. Steve reckoned that giving up bread rice but it and was a bit like, of milk was like yeah, that, yeah. that will fix it was like everything. mucus. Mucus? fuck no not in this house. not in my body brother <laughs> get it out <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting yeah.
0: that's where he draws the line get yeah. that out of so me.
1: okay so not long after he was into the mucusless diet healing system not long after he read that book he also got into fasting a mm. uh, shout out adam fast often going for two two days at a time Sneaky. but occasionally <laughs> even up to a week without food just, just water then yeah it's rough mate. he would break these fasts with leafy vegetables and water Oh, that's misery. I know. It's like so depressing. To, I mean, when if Christ, talk about boring. Yeah. Like if you if you just go a for big a big f-
0: bowl of noodles or a pizza or something.
1: Yeah. But you know, I mean, you, when you miss a meal or something, it's like oh, fuck! You, I need a big pizza for dinner. I yeah. Miss yeah. Lunch. Oh, I'm
0: just like I'm gonna like stack two meals in one, and he's just like oh, a bit of kale.
1: No, he, he was
0: a bit of a bit of a cunt
1: to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jobs' he's daughter. Not a great guy. I Jobs' think. daughter Lisa remembers the one day he spat out a mouthful of soup in disgust after learning that it contained butter. That's how you make soup. I've actually just learnt this, to be honest with you. I didn't realize that soup had butter in it.
0: Yeah, so you've got to sweat down the veggies but, and blend
1: it up. I so mean, then, the, like, soup, the soups that I've made are just potatoes, carrots, but onions and water. That sucks. Is That's that, like
0: <laughs> 16th century peasant yeah, soup is, is that poverty soup? Yeah. Just that, a bit of butter, brother. Well, I
1: mean, I throw in like the beef stock or chicken stock or vegetable Aww. stock. Bit of bit so there's of a bit of flavor there. Cream it up. But there's no creaminess to it. It's 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 very watery kind of soup. You know, real sort of fucking <laughs> potato famine kind <laughs> of. Day, except I have potatoes in mine. Uh, so I've learned that's how you make soup. Now, when doctors discovered pancreatic cancer during a routine CAT scan in 2003, they were pretty stoked. They caught it so early. The surgery would have been pretty simple to cut cut out his pancreas or whatever part you don't need and that cut the cancer out yeah exactly he was basically given a real like window like look we can help you we can fix it yeah you've got this this cancer on your pancreas but it's fine we uh, can just operate it what did he do he instead turned to self-medication with fruit juices and carrots exactly mr rudolph this would (laughs) this would turn out to be a bit of a mistake yeah not entirely effective By... I mean, he learned... He lived a few years after that. But by July 2011, Jobs was not eating solid food at all. The Mm -hmm. cancer had spread into his bones and other parts of his body. He died in October 2011 at the age of 57. Like the same as Mr. Munch 2. You know who
0: else died at 57? Mr. Monch 2. Exactly.
1: It just shows you. You can eat whatever you want and you will die at 57. Moral of the fucking story... You can eat carrots or you can eat Cessna light aircraft. Yeah. You'll die at fifty seven. You can go all in, or you can choose your favourite carrots and oh. you will die at fifty seven. The the Mac is dude, he's still alive, right? Yeah. But he's probably not fifty seven yet. No, not yet. So we'll give him a Only couple of time years. will tell. We'll give him a we'll couple. We'll come years. back to this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll revisit <laughs> this topic. Other fucking weird Steve <laughs> Jobs behaviors. Other fucking weird Steve Jobs behaviour. While man. we're here, including uh, soaking his feet in the company toilets during stressful years, uh, early years of... I can apple. understand
0: like taking his shoes off, but not, not
1: yeah, I, the... Yeah, I load. couldn't really find any further details on that. He also believed that because his body was flushed of the mucus, he didn't produce body odor, and so he didn't shower very often or wear deodorant at all. Yeah, this is not true. It would have stunk mm. terribly. And the problem is that he's also like
0: everyone's boss. You can't just feel like, please just take a shower. Yeah,
1: so coworkers say that uh, he was quite wrong in these convictions, that he did smell quite bad. Apparently, when he was at Atari, before he started Apple, mm. his boss made him work the night shift so that fewer people had to suffer his stench. <laughs> That's
0: so rough. <laughs> They're
1: like, Steve, mate, um, it's for the best. Jobs, you jobs,
0: mate, yeah. Um, you're on the night shift. Bro. You're on the night
1: shift, dude. You're, I reckon you've got it covered. Probably just work by yourself, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're a, you're an efficient kind of guy. You d- days before the work from home era, but <laughs> yeah. he would have been at home. Yeah, he's on the night shift at Atari. Like They created the night
0: shift for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The only like the only window in the whole building with a
1: light on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, other other uh, well, other misdemeanors, other aesthetic- cunty behavior. To yeah. be honest with you, he also took advantage of California's legal loophole in having six month great six month grace time for registering a new car and getting a license plate. So in California, you don't need a license plate until six months after. Yeah, your- so you
0: can drive around it for six months, then you have got to get one. Yeah.
1: So what did it, Stevie do? He was just constantly buying a new car every six months. Asshole. Man, what a prick. What <laughs> it's a so unlikable. And I think we'll leave it on that, man: Yeah. We'll move on from Steve, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Moral of the story, carrots. Carrots, Cessna light aircraft. Yep. You're going to die 57. And this, this is-, is Jaeger Jaguar. Lyssna på Morning Glory varje fredag klockan 11, Där vi bjuder på intressanta gäster och aktuella ämnen bland annat med ny musik. Se på kaffet för nu tar vi oss andagen tillsammans. Fredagar klockan 11. 00. Vill ditt företag höras och synas på K103? Maila till reklam at k103.se Yes, this is Ordinary Observations with Mark and Jack. This is K103, a live day, baby, from 11 till 11. We're talking strange diets, and Mark has created a real real potpourri of different notes here. Oh, don't you worry. He's desperately looking for the one he was just about to talk about. We've talked uh, Monsieur Minjetard. We've talked Steve Jobs on the carrots. We've talked Super Size Me Dude, gonna kill himself on McDonald's. And it seems that Mark has perhaps now got his notes in order. Yes, looking much better. So,
0: we uh, discussed on Wednesday a little bit of cannibalism. Did you know that people in Victorian England used to eat Egyptian mummies? Mm. I did. Oh yeah, because you've read the notes as well. I've read quite a lot of them. For the listeners out there. (laughs) So... Apparently, there was a few hundred years of European history where people engaged in medical cannibalism. I don't know if they called it that. No, so they basically believed that if you had, like, ground up bits of mummies, they would cure stuff like they would put it in soups and teas. Hmm. Very dodgy. It does not cure.
1: No, I'm not sure if um, if it's backed up by a whole lot of modern medical science...
0: No, no, <laughs>
1: definitely not. I don't think, it, might have been, con- it might have been debunked in the last couple of years. Actually. Yeah,
0: so they made some like concoctions of human bones and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they'd be ground up, mixed into liquids. And uh,
1: mummies were a great option because they were already basically dry. I think So they would were, be powdered. I think that was the logic, right? Yeah, yeah. But, it wasn't necessarily just, it wasn't necessarily about being a mummy. Yeah. It was about being a dead human. Yeah, exactly. But, but
0: like the the mummies were basically plentiful and they knew where to get them. Yeah and, yeah,
1: and they were dry. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, In the sand. <laughs> I mean, if you were to die now and I was to make some medical concoctions out of you... I'd be wet. Well, do, yeah, doing the whole sort of... Dehydrating Dehydration of that, process. Yeah, and, I mean, and back in those days as well, they didn't really have the technology for it. And, anyway, moving on.
0: Real, real balls ache, mate. So they used to believe that eating certain items of ancient humans used to cure certain, <laughs> certain... Ailments. So mm. they'd basically eat a bit of skull if they had a headache. Mm. They'd eat a bit of like um, lung or like rib cage if they had breathing problems. This kind of stuff. Real, real odd behavior.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's wrong? You've barely touched your school chocolate.
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Some, some dude made a great concoction of, yeah, a chocolate, like hot chocolate with a bit of crushed up skull in it. something. Yeah. And they used to, yeah, basically just eat anything. But, uh,
0: Oh, bits of people, and this this spanned hundreds of years. We're talking hundreds of years. Yeah, this this was it's a real mess. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to the Victorians, so apparently people in Victorian England would have unwrapping parties mm. where they'd basically—I don't know. Very dodgily, buy an entire mummy and they'd have it at their house on the table. And originally it was like, oh, there's a doctor in the house and he's going to show us different parts of the human body. But in the end, it was just like to flex that they could buy a whole mummy. Yeah. And then they'd just like shave bits off and eat it and drink it and stuff.
1: Was it, were they really eating it still in Victorian days? Yeah, they they would, they would still
0: be eating it. It was a very like aristocracy high classes and they tried to hide it away from the lower classes that they were eating it because people just assumed, oh, You know, this man has too much money and no hobbies. He bought a mummy, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, if you had the money for it, I'd be very interested to see a mummy get unwrapped. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I understand that perhaps perhaps it's not the greatest sort of thing for preservation of cultural artifacts of enormous yeah. significance but
0: mummies were at this point known to be more of an archaeological find not a dessert so they <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh. so they they did in the end be like look we have to stop eating them yeah they eventually sorted their act out a little bit and yeah a little disclaimer no serious archaeologist would even unwrap a mummy so it's all for show sure, sure, sure and uh no, but no, if you had no, enough money no yeah. physician would suggest eating one <laughs> <either>. <laughs> But uh, apparently there's uh, still a big trade of uh, mummies in the world now. I not know what people are doing though. Yeah, there's a black market are for them. people buying and selling them. Yeah. But yeah, that's some, some light take on some cannibalism there.
1: Was there not more to that? Because there, there was good days as well where, you know, you're talking about the aristocracy buying them up. Yeah. And getting, you know, sort of... They, they would get their prescribed... Little sliver of something, yeah. Yeah. But the poor people... I mean, this was before Victorian days. This was back in the days of public executions in Europe. But the poor people who couldn't afford the apothecary prescribed blood or whatever the Mm. fuck they wanted, they would just pop on down to the local square whenever there was an execution going on. You see where this is going?
0: Have a little pint
1: of blood, mate. You see where this is going? So, So the the axe man who would do the execution the executioner i suppose if you will he would take you know a couple couple crowns or whatever and you could sit there with your cup and catch a blood uh, catch a cup full of warm blood from the freshly executed corpse fill your fucking
0: pants as they would say fill your jars up yeah Uh,
1: and they would swig down this blood which was supposedly yeah good for internal diseases that you couldn't see
0: if uh, if you want to hear more about cannibalism, we did discuss it on Wednesday a little bit. Yeah, it was only two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's, we
1: broke our promise not to make fun of it, but to make fun of what cannibalism? Uh, I mean, this but this was again, this was the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, tragedy well, plus time, even up to eighteen hundreds, sadly. Okay, well, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, moving on to a bit of modern day, modern day what? Modern day phenomenons and diet. Mm-hmm. You know anyone who's doing the the meat and butter diet i do
1: actually a, a very good friend of mine uh adam shout out uh i know you're on the old meat nothing but meat and nothing but butter diet mate they really ate spices too right yeah, actually actually i did keep to catch him uh eating a little bit of kaneo bulla a couple of weeks ago so he's not faithful to it's all it. gone down the drain
0: the same kind of thing as a raw raw vegan diet but I think,
1: today's world i think uh old mate just honing down the mangoes. Nah, no, but old mate Jordan Peterson was on the straight meat and butter diet for a while. Yeah, and he looked terrible. Yeah, well, he got addicted to benzoopiates and then uh, ended up in some Russian fucking hospital somewhere because they wouldn't operate him on, on him anywhere else. Uh, that was pre-war, to be fair to him. But
0: Huel? You ever heard of Huel?
1: Yeah, I get the ads for Huel. Yeah, me for too. For some reason, Huel thinks that I'm sort of a gym bro. Hjul thinks that I'm some kind of tech
0: bro who really doesn't have time to eat. Yeah, <laughs> so that yeah, that's like the thing with Huel. Twelve then. crowns and you yeah. get a full meal. No, yeah, you like, don't. Forty
1: grams of protein in your like drink shaker your thing. Soup, whatever it is. Yeah, because you pour water and it turns itself magically into fucking lasagna. Somehow, <laughs> just like oh, a spaghetti bomb Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's not. It's just it's just um, it's essentially uh, meals for hiking, right? Yeah, like camping, dried, freeze dried food. Exactly, or like dehydrated food. Dehydrated, yeah. freeze dried food. Re remarketed to a just like people are grinding and don't have time upper upper class work white uh white collar upper class clientele like your your standard sort of nerd that doesn't have time or doesn't know how to cook yeah and they just like pump their money into fuel baby
0: this is not a sponsor i don't want to be sponsored
1: but uh, anyway anyway we're gonna go to the next churn yeah. And then we're gonna round this whole thing out with yeah, a little laundry list, yeah, like we love laundry. to do. We love the list, we love yeah. the honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, some real weird ones. So there. this one's Fleet, I think, F-L-Y-T-E, uh, Chelsea Smiles. Chelsea
0: Smiles Drops a needle on the 45 Vill du stötta K-103 utan att behöva vara aktiv själv? Bliss Överdelme. Det är helt gratis. Vi är jättebra så att fortsätta leverera grym radio. Och inte nog med det. Du blir ute om inbjuden till alla våra event. Länk till Bliss Överdelme hittar du på Koner3 hemsida och sociala medier. Yes, this is ordinary observations. We're discussing strange diets and we're onto our kind of laundry list that we like to kick End things off. Yeah,
1: there. I mean, to be fair, mate, this is the best part of the show, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah I, uh,
0: I love finding out these weird stuff.
1: Honourable mentions, quick rapid fire, Philadelphia man who ate 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. Yeah, super famous on TikTok. Finished his 40th in front of a large crowd down by the pier behind the Walmart. Yeah, he mm. just hoons them down with his hands as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the national British treasure who decided to completely wreck his liver for science. Johnny May, age 25, not professional english rugby player no
0: he doesn't look 25 anymore he, uh, <laughs> he decided to drink 2,000 pints of beer hmm. over 200 days
1: yeah that's i t- don't know why yeah man that's a lot of beer apparently he just felt like it yeah <laughs> there's no reason for it yep strange diet uh jared fogel famous subway spokesman known for losing a ton of weight after following the subway diet and then being caught with large amounts of child pornography not a great guy see what subway diet will do to a man yep not great um German dudes into cannibalism for sexual gratification.
0: Yeah, too much cannibalism on yeah, the show.
1: Look what, I I spent far too long reading that Wikipedia page. Don't read that going. on the work computer, people. It's really uncomfortable to read those details. Yeah. Former UFC lightweight champion Little Yeah. Machina, started each day within fighting profession by drinking a cup of his own piss mate.
0: Yeah, bag real style. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, disgusting. Mm. Um, former Australian medium pace bowler, Peter Siddle. Oh, he loved bananas. He was on bananas, That's man. his favorite thing. Around 20 a day. That's so many fucking bananas. <laughs> Potassium king. I
1: actually saw Peter Siddle playing at Lords this summer. Cool. <clears throat> uh, On his
0: birthday, hat trick. Yeah, true. Famous, most famous ever. True. Uh, Explorer, famous, most famous probably. Charles Darwin. He ate most of the animals he discovered. That was his thing. What a
1: piss. He was like, fuck, this looks cool. What yeah. does it taste like? Then he also... Get- Shag up with his cousin?
0: Yeah, he had about 12 children with his second cousin.
1: Real interesting sort of behavior for a guy who founded the theory of... Evolution. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, evolutionary traits.
0: Um, Michael Phelps, the most successful single Olympian ever. Mm. He was eating around 12,000 calories of food a day. Yeah, we got a list there of what he was eating. Yeah, he was having breakfast of three fried egg sandwiches, two cups of coffee, a five-egg omelette, a bowl of porridge, three slices of sugar-coated French toast, and three chocolate chip pancakes for lunch. He was having a half kilo of pasta. That's the whole box. Two and a half ham sandwiches with mayonnaise on white bread and some energy drinks. And then dinner was a, the, another box of pasta, an entire pizza, and more energy drinks for his dinner. All right. Got any last quick shout-outs before the last, we wrap up? The last one. The 17th
1: century Dutch peasants who ate Joh- Johan de Witt. Uh-huh, them and uh, the two lovely actresses from Two Girls, One Cup. Hope they're doing well. Strange diet yep uh, <laughs> I think we gotta wrap it up mate shout out to the guys from Yang Grillin Yang Grillin yes two stick and kebab taurik alting pork stark sauce ingent rikka ingent pork, let Ingen herbs. thank uh, you so much thanks for listening we've been Ordinary Observations this is a fussy bell raging bull <laughs>
0: You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.